Hey, 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 what's up, guys? Amir Fazeli here from Adonis Athletics, where the strong belong. And you're listening to another episode of Bass Plates and Protein Shakes, uh, where today we're going to talk about uh, the ketogenic diet in relation to uh, at least training performance, if not actual sporting performance. So this one, uh, I just want to preface the whole thing by saying this is not a uh, an episode that argues for or against the ketogenic diet or any other diet for that matter. It is just uh, a real life feedback that one of the members at Adonis Athletics uh, who just recently uh, had done three months of the ketogenic diet and has moved back onto a normal, I guess you would call it a normal uh, diet where there is there is a moderate amount of uh, carbs being taken in. And his review of it, his feedback on it in regards to his experience, as far as uh, tr- how it affected training, how he feels with training before and after, uh, or during and after the ketogenic diet. <clears throat> so uh, he did the ketogenic diet, as I said, for, for three months, and uh, he reported that he was uh, he was way below um, the 100 grams mark on the on the carbs on a daily basis. He was having around, from memory, around 30 to 40 grams of carbs per day, no more. The rest was just from protein and fats, obviously. And uh, he said that, as far as just training is concerned, he would uh, he would feel like at the start of the training, uh, he didn't have too much energy. He couldn't really uh, do what he wanted. Didn't have the strength he wanted. He couldn't really push hard. He would have to sort of stick training out for the first half an hour, and then he would start to feel really good. Now, I suspect that this is because of the amount of time it takes for fat to get mobilized and utilized as a fuel source. Uh, So, firstly, before I get into that, uh, no matter whether you like the ketogenic diet or you don't like the ketogenic diet or whatever, the fact remains that carbohydrates are the primary and preferred fuel source for the body, for the harder the training gets, the, the higher the performance requirement you ask of the body, the more it requires and will do better with carbohydrates. There's, there is really no way around it. It's just a more efficient fuel source as far as um, uh, what's required to, to break carbohydrates down into, uh, into fuel, into, into uh, glucose basically. And... Uh, how that compares to breaking something like fats down into glucose, it takes much longer. It's a much, um, much more uh, lengthened out process. And this could be why when he's training, he's reporting that on the ketogenic diet, the first half an hour of his training session, he doesn't feel that energetic. He doesn't feel that powerful. Uh, he doesn't feel like he's really up to it. And then he starts to really feel good. And that could be because uh, it takes that amount of time for fat to start to get broken down by the body and start to go through the processes needed to um, transfer fats into glucose, basically, and be able to use that as, as the fuel. Because fat itself cannot be used as, uh, as fuel. It needs to be converted uh, through lipolysis and, and things like that. So, uh, so that's one part of it. The other part was that he uh, he uh, 
repeatedly mentioned that he feels much, much, much more stronger and much more energetic now that he's switched over to a normal diet where there's a regular intake of carbs for him. Uh, he says that his strength is higher and he also feels like he recovers much faster, not just between sets, but between sessions. And he can uh, progress with his training uh, much better. So, I mean, there's not really, not really any surprises there. As far as the recovery is concerned, there's been multiple studies that show uh, that uh, the, the ingestion of carbohydrates uh, close to after training and even during training uh, can really aid the recovery processes and steps um, that the body goes through to repair itself after after training is finished. And uh, from memory, actually, I think there are some studies that actually show that the ingestion of excess fats uh, in in a you know time period after training can actually somewhat impair uh, the total recovery or impair the processes that would create complete recovery after training is finished. Um, I can't remember where I saw it, but I'm pretty sure I saw it, saw it somewhere. If anybody knows of that, please let me know. Uh, I don't. I want to make sure that I'm not. Uh, I'm not just making things up. Um, so. As far as uh, keto diet is concerned, for those of you out there who swear by it, who, who love it, if it fits within your lifestyle, definitely can continue to do it. If, it, if it's something that uh, you feel good on and uh, you enjoy it, uh, there is no need to give it up. But if you haven't really compared the two, if performance especially is important to you, you're not just a recreational level lifter, you know, you're not doing training just for recreational purposes. If, if gaining strength uh, is really important to you and being able to perform in the gym is really important to you, uh, then uh, experiment at least. You know, do, do a prolonged amount of ketogenic uh, diet to make sure that you get a good idea and good sense of what it's like. Your body has adapted and, and you, you get to uh, really try it out. And then go back on to having moderate amount of carbs, especially during training or, or like around training. And see how that uh, affects your recovery, how it affects your energy during training, and also your your recovery, not just between sets, but also between sessions. And, you know, draw a, a, a good conclusion in that sense for yourself. As far as body composition is concerned, there is not really going to be too much of a difference between the two. Uh, because studies have shown time and time again that uh, the most important things as far as body composition goes is having firstly the right amount of calories for your goals and secondly uh, equating protein amounts out which whatever uh, diet you, you decide to follow so if you're following the ketogenic diet then you have to make sure that you are ingesting enough protein for your goals at that time so if you're trying to bulk then you have to have you know the, the right amount of protein for that if you're cutting weight so you're on deficit calories Obviously, you need to have even more protein to be able to retain muscle and things like that. Uh, so, uh, you know, as far as that, that's not really a concern, especially in the sense that carbohydrates are not a necessity for the body's uh, survival. However, protein and fats are. And obviously, the ketogenic diet has plenty of both of those. Uh, so, if anybody out there has tried the ketogenic diet for a prolonged period of time, has trained on it, has, you know, demanded performance of the body whilst on it, 
uh, and then has switched over to a normal diet, um, would be great to hear your feedback. There could be very well cases out there where, where the opposite has happened, where people have been on ketogenic diet, feel really good, have switched back to a normal diet and feel worse. And they are certain that the ketogenic diet is, is the way to go. I would suspect that that would be the exception, not so much the rule, but still would be interested to hear back from anybody who's tried it. Until the next episode, this is Amir Fazeli from Adonis Athletics, where the strong belong, and you're listening to Bar's Place of Protein Shakes.